always feel like there's more, I could be doing better, there's something I'm missing. Um, so I don't really compare myself to other people. I compare myself to an impossible standard that does not exist anywhere. Ready to stress less over social media gossip and focus more on growing your business? Well, it's a good thing you're listening to the Close Friends No Filter podcast. We're your hosts. I'm Stephanie, the founder of The Social Media CEO. I'm Manu, founder of your social team and your template club. And I'm Laura, the founder of B-Squared Social. Let's dive in. Hi, everyone. Uh, today, we are going to talk about mindset, the episode, Where Is My Mindset? You want to sing it, Steph? <laughs> Dun, 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 where is dun, yeah where is my mind Ooh, okay where, i don't know if Sad. you want me to yeah i don't know if you want me to sing today i got a little frog in my yeah. throat well, or any day for that it's matter it's raspy it's sexy <laughs> totally cool yeah. Yeah. anyway today we're going to talk about mindset in social media because when it comes to social media sometimes your mindset and expectations can wait more than a solid strategy so Steph, i know the three of us talk a lot about mindset and how to you know consume all the comments that come to you and all the comparison game and just being sucked into all that expecting too much when we know that things take time and you know all of us have been doing this for years we haven't seen success on year one how do you manage that and how does that affect you I think it is really a practice, right? Like, I mean, even just getting upset that you're not able to bounce back from like criticism or a comparison, like is a mindset thing, right? Like we are like, oh, I shouldn't let this get to me, but it does. And I think like the transparency here for all of us is that, like you said, we're all pretty established in our businesses and we have a level of success that a lot of people are still aspiring to, but we're probably, or most likely, I know for me, I'm still getting stuck in like a comparison trap whenever I'm on. On social media, I'm looking at people who have a little bit more success than me and I'll get stuck on a doom scroll and then I'll think I'm not doing enough or I'm not posting enough or that person has gone viral or like maybe there's something that I could be doing differently. And then I won't even know in that moment that that's happening to me while I'm on Instagram or TikTok or whatnot, but I'll walk away a little bit like later and realize that my entire mood has changed. Feeling heavy. Yeah, that I'm like pissed at something else. I'm fighting with my husband or something. And I'm like, wait, what happened there? And Sorry, Josh. Right, right. It's not your fault. It's it wasn't your fault that time. I was just really upset about something that like made me feel bad about myself that I saw on Instagram. And it takes like milliseconds, right? Like it, it's like you don't even realize, but I think the practice is understanding it and becoming more like self-aware where you're like, wait, what was I doing right before I started feeling this way? And like, what was I expecting? Why did I even get on the platform to begin with? And then why did that shift my entire mood and my mindset? And I don't know if that's like exactly what you're talking about, Manu, when you, when you talk about it, but I know that's what I struggle with a lot when using Instagram, comparing myself to other business owners or to other content creators and how much they're able to like put out or what they're able to achieve in their businesses. And then it just takes like stepping back and kind of counting my blessings essentially and like journaling through the gratitude that I have for the things that I've been able to achieve because very quickly Instagram or all social media can make you feel pretty gnarly. Oh, we talk about this all the time, know, like constantly, constantly. So I think it's important to have like a disclaimer that mental health, we're not talking about mental health, we're not talking about mental illness, we're talking about mindset. So that's a big disclaimer. Something I struggle with that Manu and I have talked about a lot is that I 
never feel happy with what I've achieved. I always feel like there's more, I could be doing better, there's something I'm missing. Um, so I don't really compare myself to other people. I compare myself to an impossible standard that does not exist anywhere. So I think that's my problem. And especially like copycats really get me down. I do think, like you said, Steph, it is a practice. One thing that doesn't bother me as much as it used to is mean comments. And I think that's because I'm on TikTok and I get roasted daily by like 12 year old boys. So that doesn't really bother me anymore. I've like, I think that was what I needed to get over that. Now, if I see a mean comment, I just laugh and like delete it or I just like leave it because I don't care. But it is a practice. It doesn't happen overnight. And I think something we have to remember is like self-compassion and gratitude are so important that it can go a really long way. I do struggle with mental illness. So if my mental illness isn't great, then my mindset is not great. And it becomes a bit of a cycle because then I get mad at myself that my mindset's not great, which makes things worse almost. And then I get mad at myself for being not feeling good. And it become, like, becomes like that cycle. So I think mindset, mental illness, that's two different conversations but they definitely can be intermingled. And that can be a really toxic combination when you're trying to deal with that. So I think there's a few things that are worth chatting about. And one of them is we have so many people, right, that message us and they love what we do and they're so excited. And then we get that one person that is like, oh, you call yourself an expert, like you suck or whatever. Oh. <laughs> can't believe oh this yes. is so ridiculous there's one girl that wrote for me on one of my ear template club reels it was like an on-camera reel and I was just doing kind of some hand gesture and then I just put in actually in Canva put some graphics that my templates would pop up or something and then she wrote something like is this reel supposed to get us to want to buy something <laughs> <laughs> but you know I seriously yeah. laugh because I'm like you know I'm a person, I'm explosive, so I can yeah. understand. I mean, I, I cannot understand someone like getting time out of their day to write something no. catty on someone else's account <laughs> that they don't even know and are not even yeah. talking to them. And sometimes, yeah. and that one was totally benign. It's not like I'm putting a strong opinion out or anything like yeah. that. that people no. can be feel, right. You're attacked doing, or something. Minding your business. Just Literally doing my thing. Literally. Yeah. yeah. But, but that stuff doesn't bother me. You know, like I'm, I'm like, I couldn't care less. I think like you were saying, Laura, it is practice because I feel like I've been talking about this for so long. I started my business 2017. Ever since 2017, I've been, been talking about not focusing on the one bad comment or hate, hateful comment you have when you have a hundred good ones you know when back when i work at cartoon network we used to do a brag board so everything that was like oh you know another department sent something that we did so well and some results or numbers or whatever we just put those emails in the brag board and like a card or whatever on the brag board and i recommend people do that i'm like well look get it even if it's a digital brag board get a folder where you put all the screenshots of the people who said how much you helped them and how great that content is and how they all love your posts and how they love your advice and then when you kind of start feeling that way go there and count it or even if you want you can do one for the bad ones too and you're gonna see you're gonna have five and a thousand by the end of the year we did that in our certification i actually call it an expert envelope because we you know, start with mindset before we ever to call yourself an expert comes with a lot of imposter syndrome right like when you're trying to establish yourself but you know in any industry to like you know kind of put that label on yourself like comes with a lot of baggage like we said we got people going like what is this are you an expert and so like creating an expert envelope is similar to that brag board menu is like taking all of the things that clients or other people have said about your work and then revisiting that when you start to feel kind of down is a great practice for sure because you're right our brains will focus on that one negative comment when we've got like swirling
swirling around us all of the support and people who we've helped, it's so easy to look for the problem and identify the the one thing. And I think that's a maybe a lot with like women too and like perfectionism and like not wanting to put something out until it's perfect. I love men. I'm not saying anything negative about that, but I don't feel like it's as difficult for them to maybe put things out that don't feel perfect as it is maybe for a lot of women that I know. And they don't feel like an expert because they don't have like, you know, tenure or like 10,000 hours at something. And they, they will not call themselves that even though they know more than like the 12 people who they have in their, you know, course or, or whatnot. Yeah, I think there, yeah, there's always the two types, right? There's the one that is just out of college, never worked on their lives. And they had a real go viral the next day. They're like, I'm a strategist. <laughs> and they're like, really, are you? Like, So I think there's both and like people's just personalities vary a lot. But I think there are some things that would trigger you to have a mindset go out the window. And one that I want to address is one of the things Laura said she struggles with is always looking for the next milestone, a bigger success than she's already having and all that. And I really believe that part of that is fueled, of course, that could be people feeling that way without even social media existing. But I do feel that part of this is fueled by the content we consume. All these people who are like, I made $7 million this year and all I did was going to the beach. Like, that's not true. They didn't just go to the beach to make that money, you know? So I think just the oversimplification and exaggerating on every single place, it just makes it that you're like, you said that to me the other day. You're like, if this person can do this with this man, I'm like, that's not what they're doing. That person has not slept in three years, you know, like, <laughs> and I don't even know if that's all the success they're having that they're telling you they're having. So I think channeling that out. And I, I honestly say, you know, when it comes to that, it's like also, even if a person has really good content, but they make you feel nervous about this. Yeah. Less yeah. than, yeah unfollow unfollow you don't need to just unfollow people who don't have good content you can 100% unfollow people that don't help you feel good even if their advice is gold their content can be gold but it's not helping you if it's really messing up your mindset I want to go back to what Steph said about like your brain focusing on the one thing because there is some science behind that and I was talking to my therapist about this but our brains are hardwired that way for survival so if we go back to the cave people days if there's a tiger your brain is going to be on alert for that tiger. Your brain's not going to be thinking like, wow, it's a beautiful sunny day. Look at those flowers. Your brain is always going to be like, tiger, tiger, where's the tiger? Where's the tiger? So that's how our brains are hardwired. So it's really great if you're like a cave person. It's not great like nowadays, like because there are no tigers, like there are no like imminent threats, but we're always on high alert for that threat. So if you see someone like me, leave a mean comment, that triggers something in you. Like, are they threatening? my family, they're threatening me, they're threatening my livelihood. Like it feels like there's a threat, even if it's just a stranger on the internet who says like, I hate your feet, which I've gotten before as a comment. Wow, so, and I never even seen your feet on social media. So it's- I know, to... I had a foot that was showed up once in a reel and I was like, never again. We could do a whole episode on feet, yeah. We could, yeah. <laughs> but let's not. Let's yeah, not. Let's not, let's not say we did, yeah. This episode of Close Friends No Filter is brought to you by the social media manager, Template Shop, from the social media CEO. Our digital shop is filled with agency-style resources designed to help social media managers elevate their client experience and look like a total pro. Shop customizable Canva templates for social media strategies, service proposals, case studies, analytics reporting templates, and more. Our templates take the guesswork out of creating a professional client onboarding workflow, allowing you to charge more and retain your clients for longer. You can save 20% on anything in the template shop with code CFNF20. Just head to the link in our show notes and use the code CFNF20 at checkout. 
So I think we need to start just adjusting the expectations we have. I told you the other day, Laura, you've done so much in the next year and you're like, oh, I need to revamp my business. Yeah. What should I do? You know, I have to do, figure this out. I'm so tired of this. Yeah. What's next? I want 50 courses. I need to hire this. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so I'm like, look, where were you 18 months ago? And also like, let's not fall into the trap of every, like, let's unfollow this content, this type of content of people that just make you feel like you haven't done enough because they have done more than you. They can be your friends. They can be someone you legit look up to. Maybe you can read their blog posts here now and then, but maybe not their social media content that is so short and snappy and may hit you a different way. And I think like with comments, look at the big picture. What's the percentage of bad comments you get a good comment you get not to say don't let that get to you because sometimes it gets to me too but I feel like the more you get used to it like you said the more you build like your brain to be like ah fell fell on that hole on the floor before not gonna happen today you know so I think it's just and for me like none of these things get me I don't care like how people are doing better than me if they're growing on social media quicker than me in the past year or so so many accounts like tripled what I grown because I haven't grown with reels a lot of people grown with reels you grown with reels Laura some people that that were like where I was before, like they're three times more followers today, whatever. I don't really care. Like I focus on my business. If that brings them success, good for them. Like, I think like you just get used to saying like, what's the big picture? Does it mean that, and even, even if you are a nitpick, does it mean because they'll have 200,000 followers that your business is booming and your life is amazing and you're happy? I mean, I just want everybody else to be happy. And I want people just to be kinder to each other a little bit. I think that'll make it things easier. So what are some of your practices that you do for mindset menu? Or are you just like you wake up like this every day, sunshine and roses. Oh my gosh, sunshine and roses is the opposite of what I wake up to every day. But <laughs> I, I think more, to me, it's more that I got used to it because I think also I'm an expert. I have no problem saying that luckily anymore, but because I work with so many members, for example, and they are always struggling about the same thing. Why is my engagement down? Why did no one like my post? What? Like, it's not about you. Like, there's a whole other, other side of the world happening out of Instagram and how many people are on Instagram. I have that data, right? Like, I understand that. I understand that people not liking your post doesn't mean that people don't love you and then you're ugly or you don't know what you're talking about or anything like that. So I, I think just it's experience. One thing I do need to force myself into, and again, because experience helps and the more you encounter those situations, the more your brain gets used to it. But for me, I started digital projects a year and a half ago. That's when I first started creating digital products copy still really brings me down and I honestly had more and more I deal with it like now I deal with it every month before it was one time like and then the next year was three times like now it's every month now I literally open Canva and I see my templates there that one of the Canva creators copied and then I have no leverage there's nothing I can do and it's really frustrating so frustrating and I think that what you're saying like I think there's a difference between mindset and like being justifiably yeah. annoyed or yeah. angry like I think you have every right to feel pissed off with that like someone has literally stolen from yes, you yes agree so I think like we're not going to preach like toxic positivity we're not going to say like yeah Yes. Just be happy no yeah. matter what. Like, it's totally valid. Yeah. One thing is like, yes, it, it is completely a piss off. Definitely no toxic positivity. But I just don't want that to me have a fight with my six-year-old daughter because someone copied yeah, my content. Yeah. That does. Yeah. So that's the part that we're like, we need to be very aware. Absolutely. Or maybe we work more and neglect all the people who love us in our lives because we want to catch up to that other person, you know. Well, luckily you're married to a, a surgeon, so... <laughs> 
<laughs> it's so funny. He was on call one and two last week. So every other day he was working like 30 hours and he would come home and sleep. And I like didn't really see him. And I was like, this is perfect. I can work so much. <laughs> so I'm working like surgeon hours basically. <laughs> I do that when my husband goes on yeah. tour. I'm like, oh, you're going to be gone for weeks. Okay, great. Excellent. I'm going to be working every yeah. day. It's kind of crazy. But I think basically, Manu, also like to your point, like getting back to like when we recognize that our mindset might not be in the best place, understanding and or even that comparison, like not everybody deals with it, I guess. But like when that that's usually what mine is. And it's not even like I need to unfollow these people. Like I'm an ambitious person, like similar to you, Laura, I'm always trying to like up my best thing. But I think it's like, yeah, it's like trying to come back to what am I doing it for, right? Like, why do I need it? Like, and that goes back to the gratitude. Like, what have I accomplished? And what will this next thing mean for me? Because there's so much of other people selling their ambition and their goals back to you. And it can reflect back and you're like, should I want this? And like, you have to have that awareness to stop and go, why did this make me feel bad? Does it feel like I am not meeting the expectation that I have for myself? Do I even want what they have? And most likely it's no. Like, you're totally fine and satisfied. My goals are always money related, but the issue lately, and this is something I was talking to my husband about, is like, I think I need to sit down and write down what my financial goals are because right now my goal is just to make as much money as possible. And it's like, that's not a good goal. Like, what is that? Like, it's never going to be enough. So I think like, need to have a number and be like, this is what I need to like, this is my budget. That's good. Because right now I'm just like, Oh, could I, can I promote that thing and make a little bit more there? Like, it just feels like there's always more to be done. So I think you're right, Steph, like going back to basics and remembering why you started your business. And for me, it wasn't to make as much money as I possibly could. Like I would have been a lawyer, then I would have gone to law school and finished that if that was important to me. So I love that point. Thank you. I know. Right. It's like, what does the money mean? And we do this yeah. with our students too. It's like, we got to figure out what the business we're trying to build is going to help us do because otherwise you'll work yourself to the bone, like to the end Literally. of the day, trying to make yeah. another dollar because the dollar amount will never be enough. There'll never. always be that new level, new devil. And I'll say something too, because the three of us have like grown our business, like faster rates in the last two years or whatever. And I think Huge. one thing is yeah. like, there's an adrenaline rush, right? When you get that result that you want and you're like, so I tripled my business in the past year and a yes. half. Let's do this again this year. Like I was telling my husband this. I'm like, maybe that's the year I don't yeah. do anything. We just do totally. the same revenue from last year, you know, and then we just change things. Yeah, and- it's okay to just like even out. Like we have this whole, it's, I think that's our whole society is like this hockey stick trajectory that you're always trying to, and that's what you always want. You're that. taking that in. Yeah. yeah. And let's remember like, you know, during growth, you have some growing pain. So you need to time to address and nurture that growing pain, adjust, So it's not like, okay, let's just grow and grow and grow. But that's what the content we consume is telling us, right? You can triple your business if you join my course or my program. And maybe some of us have said that. I mean, I I have said to people, if they buy my eight-day campaign, that they can grow their revenue to a certain extent. No word of a lie with that one, though. (laughs) It's it's different. That is a benefit, right? Like there's there's the idea of like, we are creating benefits. That's what we're marketing. And that is, but it's up to the consumer. And we are consumers of other people's content and programs yes. to go, is this a benefit I actually need? Or what? Need what right cost? Now? Yeah. And for what? Like when I triple my business, like what will that then mean what? for my, my life? Yeah, yeah. At what cost? That's yeah. a good question. Tips that I would give to people to adjusting their mindset. First of all, expect that engagement on Instagram is always going to go down. Always going to go down. The more people there, the less engagement everybody's going to have. But not to be sad about it because more opportunities of selling on Instagram are always going up at the same rate. So 
if you feel like engagement is low, look at your bank account. If that's the same, don't worry about it. You know, basically not to say don't do anything about it, change up your content, but don't let it get to your mind and don't let it ruin your week. You know, if you see people that trigger you unfollow or mute for a little while or put in your head that that person triggers you because of this and this and this. And next time you see it, you already know your brain is ready to deal with that. I think with hateful comments, think that usually hateful comments are say a lot about the person, not about you, unless the majority majority of them are about you and something you've done and then you have to deal with that one thing you've done that was wrong there's a difference between being called out and being the like, victim of harassment yeah yes yes, yes. <laughs> one comment at a time so i think it was basically like this it's normal everybody feel this way but don't expect success overnight don't expect your engagement is always going to go up or stay the same like it's just train your brain and encounter those situations and analyze those feelings that you're having so next time they come you already went through them did a little rehash and would understand what's going on in your mind yeah i think finding a practice that works for you and your lifestyle that helps you get grounded and realigned with like your goals so whether that's like taking a walk or going out with friends or touching grass as they say on tiktok go out and touch some grass and like get realigned with like what earth Thing. Yeah. Or yeah. like uh, journaling. Like I said, in the mornings, I love to do like a good like gratitude. The five minute journal is a great tool for that because it just like it's very easy to just write three things you're grateful for, you know, a couple little affirmations. Some people don't like that woo woo stuff. But gratitude journaling is again, it goes back to neuroscience. There's actual science connected to I that. Yeah. yeah. So like, that's like a little yeah. less, you know, on the woo train, but I, I ride that train all day long. I'm all about the woo train. Yeah. I don't. <laughs> but I- <laughs> yeah, I know. Absolutely. We're going to bring yeah. you over to the dark side at some point. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to get you. I'm going to yeah. leave crystals all over your office. Yeah. I know. Just kidding. I don't oh, yeah. crystals. I know. It's another really funny fact about close friends, no filter. You two are the total woo woo yeah. train. I'm like the opposite. I'm like, why are you guys even talking? Mercury watch, you know, like I'm like, <laughs> I love yeah. it. It's working. Well, we'll see. We'll see how many episodes. If the sage works, oh. people leave. You know, <laughs> I read somewhere that if people say they don't like the smell of sage in my house, it's because the sage works. <laughs> I love it. It's working. <laughs> oh. Yeah, but anyway, I think when it comes to that, like, ground yourself. Think what the results are. I always say my favorite vanity metric is money in the bank. And not to say that you need to have it, but it's like Instagram is engagement is down, but your business is doing the same. It's okay. There's no reason for panicking. I think just keeping things in perspective and think of what the priorities in your life are. Like my priority is much more my daughter's than it is my Instagram. So don't let that mood takes you home and you're being a not a happy place and affect everybody around you. Easier said than done, but we can do this as a practice and some new tools. So if anyone listening to this podcast have any practices or any tips that they want to give, please DM us on Instagram at close friends, no filter. We'd love to share in stories and then mentioning future episodes. Thanks everyone. Thank you guys. Yeah. See you next time. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to the close friends, no filter podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, we'd love for you to leave us a review or share it with your close friends. And make sure to follow this podcast so you never miss a new episode. You can learn more about each of us, submit your questions or new episode ideas, or just say hi by heading to www.closefriendsnofilter.com or by following us on Instagram at closefriendsnofilter.com.